if I was a billionaire, I would still be a part of the FGC. TikTok turn off number one for me has to be ice cream so good. Ice cream so good. She FaceTimed me and she just held up this little outfit that said player three has entered the game. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. She just got deep. My dad is, I would say, is like my best friend. Awesome. I look and I saw my dad on the news being put on an ambulance. He had got shot. How old are you at this point? I don't know, maybe like nine. I still remember riding in the car at night. I know we just made dramatic shift. I apologize. <laughs> but, you know, my boy, I'm outside. Join LA as well. Oh, and no, I'm in LA, bro. What is the most expensive thing you've bought in the past five years? I bought my. Yes! <laughs> what did you buy? Right now, I'm doing a series that I call Listening to White Music. That's what it's called. <laughs> bro, what the fuck? Killing in the name of. Let's air this out right now. Yeah. Yeah. We do not listen to Nickelback. <laughs> we don't listen to any of that shit. All right, girl, that bitch a little vibe. <laughs> You are not about to catch me on my way to the club. Yes. Turn on some bewitched. And she gonna be, yeah. Shh, don't tell mom. Hello and welcome to Shh, Don't Tell Mum. My name is Barney and this is the number seventh most listened to parenting podcast in South Africa. Uh-huh. How crazy is Come that? Come on, that's fire. I'm joined by Hollywood Rob, a.k.a. Rob, a.k.a. Have you got any other acronyms for your uh, name? Man, just, you know, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Big Hollywood. Hollywood. Big Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, so just, just Rob TV, man. Hollywood Rob TV. Make sure y'all are tuning in to my man's. Actually, they already here at this point. Number seven, That's South right. Africa. You didn't tell me that, man. That's I know. amazing. <laughs> I know. Congratulations. We, have we open up the podcast every time. Me and my my partner Jamie, we always open it up with like a different fact about the podcast. So like last time, it was like we're number one in Estonia for parenting. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah. These random countries all over the world listen to our podcast, but like about specifically in the category of parenting yeah we like we we always check the numbers and it's so funny that to see, reaches like, that but that reaches cool ain't it to think yeah. about like even probably places that you never even like estonia's like yeah have yeah you been estonia like yet? slovakia like yeah. we were like number one for like a month in slovakia and we were like this that's is fire. so random yeah probably means though. it got like three lessons but uh, <laughs> it's, that's cat. it's fun though man it's good um, you don't gotta downplay I yeah. respect that. I respect you doing. I respect the hustle. It's fire. So I feel like we should kind of start. Let's start where me and you first met. Actually, me and yeah. you first met. How many years ago was it? It was about two years ago. Three yeah, years ago. Yeah, I think it was like I think it was 2021. That was uh, we were actually in Poland. We were. Now, mind you, for me, that's my first time going overseas ever. Ever, right? Damn. So now, the, the in the last we'll talk about. It, I guess like in the last couple months, I've gone overseas a couple times. We're overseas right now. Yeah, yeah, we are. Um, but yeah, that was actually in Poland. I lived out there for a month. How long were you there? I was there for like a month. I did. As well. the, the, we were working on something called the Intel World Open. We both work in the in the field of esports, and we were working on the Street Fighter Six, Street yeah. Fighter Five at the time. That right? was five. Yeah, Street Fighter five, five at the time, and then I was working on the Rocket League tournament as well. And so, yeah, being out there. And doing the Intel World Open. And then I did Gamers Without Borders, which was like straight after, which yeah. is a charity event. Which I remember goes that. goes for weeks and stuff. So, yeah, I found out, uh, I think at that time when we were together, um, I, that's when I found out that Jamie was pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That was so crazy. She called me. She FaceTimed me. And she just held up this little outfit that said, Player 3 has entered the game. No. Yeah. That is so dope. I was like, no way. Bro, that's how she told you. That's how she told me. Because she didn't want to wait until like, for like weeks until I came back. Yeah, she was yeah. like, I have to tell him. Yeah. You probably would feel horrible if you got back and then you just yeah. found out after. Like, nah, that's dope. So I know you probably put on the best hosting performance of all time. Yeah. After that, like, man, just all smiles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's fire, bro. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was so good. But okay, so we met at the Intel World Open a couple of years ago. And then since then, you said you've been traveling a lot overseas. Um, what's been like the build? What's the build been like for you? Because also, you're quite focused in on your YouTube stuff as well. And yeah. YouTube and gaming, for those of you who don't know, and obviously Twitch, it all goes hand in hand. It's all related. Yeah. So basically, at that time when I met you, I was. Um, I wasn't even living in Los Angeles yet. Now I've lived in Los Angeles now for like a little over a year. So that move, of course, is not random. You know, I'm originally from Ohio, which is very different than, than L.A. Um, so I moved to L.A. because of my interest in, you know, all of this. You know, anything yeah, to do with the camera. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I just love being – I mean, not anything to do with the camera, but <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to do anything. But you know what I mean, at least the – non-rated uh, whatever stuff so yeah so um so yeah now uh as far as the build-up since then yeah had a big move to la i work at a production company as far as like as a day job at least for now i think i'll only be there for time with content and gaming stuff. which i was full Uh time i so i haven't had a regular job since 2016 i quit to fully pursue trying to grow within, you know, like the, at that time it was just like the esports side of things. And I did like YouTube, but it was more all fighting game related. So I was actually pretty broke. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know how I go. Sure. And, um, you know, luckily I ended up making it, making it, uh, making all that stuff work out. So at, uh, since then, like since I, when I met you, I was a bit earlier in like my hosting stuff. I had probably been hosting and everything for like a, a year, I would say. Um, and, yeah, so since then, man, it's been a, a whole lot. Like, you know, I've done Red Bull Kumites, uh since then. The most recent one was South Africa. Bro, I got to tell you. You got you, to I travel can, to South Africa to man, do a gig. I was there for a wow. week, and I'm telling you, bro, like. It's amazing, right? Yes, and as a, and it meant a lot to me. And like, as a black American, most of us, we never end up, you know, going over to Africa. Sure. Even though that's. Where we're from. Technically, of course, everybody's from there, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 like, so getting over there and, you know, having Nelson Mandela on the money. You got to think, for me, my brain is like, I've never seen a black person on money. So that alone, I'm already tripping. Yeah. And then I'm having crazy, just amazing conversations with people out there, meeting people on the streets. I don't just go travel somewhere and stay in a hotel. Like, I got to go and experience the culture. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so that, that was... Absolutely phenomenal uh, yeah. experience for sure. And then now, of course, being here for uh, Saudi Arabia for Gamers Eight, I still can't even believe. Like when I say it out loud, it's like, yeah. what? you know what I mean? What's going on? Like, yeah, for sure. I think for people obviously listening or watching this, wherever you get your podcasts from, um, we are actually live from Saudi Arabia. We're in Riyadh right now. That's obviously why Jamie is not with me. So typically, we do this podcast together and we interview uh, typically parents. Actually, so it's really yeah. exciting to have someone. Uh, someone from like a different kind of background and you're not quite at that parenting stage yet but not, not we'll get yet, to yeah. we'll get to the whole like family <laughs> chat anyway but uh it's really exciting to have you on because for me meeting people across this industry that we are so passionate about is is like such a high point in my life because I get to meet people from different cultures backgrounds and different interests as well because I wasn't really aware of the fight game community the FGC yeah. which we relate to I wasn't hugely aware of the popularity of it and where it kind of sits in the esports world because yeah. within esports you have like the traditional si- side of things something that we call the legacy esports which is like Counter-Strike League of Legends Dota Starcraft the ones 
ones that were like at the very beginning. And then the FGC is kind of more embedded in like street culture yes. as well. So yes. like um, in typical esports, you know, you have the show, you have the tournament and everyone leaves. Whereas you told me the first time I met you that even after a tournament is finished, when you go into like the foyer of the hotel, that the oh, for at, sure. people are like gambling that's the most and important. like playing each other. Yes, and it's that's like called like, we call them like salty sweets and stuff like that. Yeah. Like that's just as important as the tournament as far as the fun and the enjoyment of the yeah. event. So yeah, we'll actually all meet up. Now we'll even do like official productions and whatnot with it. Wow. But before that, it wouldn't even be productions. Like, we just all meet up there, and we just have, uh, like I said, money matches. Maybe if people choose to partake, we might have some drinks or whatever. Yeah. And it's just, it's extremely hype, a whole lot of trash talking and everything. Yeah. The FGC <laughs> is a very special place, and it's growing yeah. tremendously. Like, we just had Evo, Street Fighter Six had over 7,000 entrants. Evo yeah. had, You had 12,000 like, people in the arena watching. Just Like, you sold out there. an arena. Yeah. Bro, it was ridiculous, That's... man. It's special. Like, so it looked like you was at a Drake concert or something yeah. like that, man, or, you know, Jay-Z or something. Um, so the FGC, I always will love, you know, um, that's something that if I was a billionaire, I would still, yeah. you know, be a part of the FGC. Um, but with that being said, I'm not – my goal is not – I always – I like to stay challenged. Um, so my goal is not even – Esports, sure, or uh, the FGC alone. Those are a, this is all a part of it. Yes, yeah, part of but the it's a journey. Process. You know yeah, what I mean. Sure. All of it is a journey, bro. So yeah, I just want to. So where's the where's the pinnacle in your mind? Like so, where you you have this journey in mind? FGC's part of it. Hosting and entertainment, YouTube is part of it. Yeah. What's the peak of the mountain for you right now? So if you could get somewhere right now, whether it's having your own talk show, having yeah. a huge YouTube channel where you could just work from home, like. Or you know, doing red carpet. Like, what's what's the goal in your mind right now? Because that changes as well like, as you grow through the industry. I thought that I wanted to be, do COD. To me, Call of Duty was the pinnacle of this entire kind of esports journey for me. I watched one COD show live and was like, I never want to do this. That's fascinating. I, just didn't, I yeah. didn't enjoy seeing it from uh, uh, the perspective of a viewer. It's amazing, like, and someone who's part of the culture. Like, I love Call of Duty. But then looking at it through the eyes of people who were actually working on the show, I just didn't look like it, it looked enjoyable. Fun. Yeah. Uh. I was a bit I was just a bit put off by it. I don't know why. I guess you know when people say never meet your heroes. Yes. Call bro. of Duty was like my yes. favorite game and then I was like, if I work on this game, I feel like I'm gonna lose love for it. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, sorry, for you, what's the pinnacle? Um, so for one, I like what you said about how stuff changes over time. Um, there's some, you know, uh saying that you can only connect the dots looking backwards. Interesting. So I do not want to pretend that I perfectly know the exact route. You never course, know you who never you're going to meet with this yeah. and Opportunities that. Opportunities will present Opportunities. themselves to you, and you have to decide, is this part of my journey or not? Yes. I feel like it's more so like I know, like, at this point I have so much proof of concept over the years, like as far as um, I know I'm in the right this trajectory. Trajectory. Yeah, I yeah. know everything is going in the right way, in the right direction. Um, but, man, like YouTube, I, I, I fully believe in building your own brand. Yeah, 100%. Um, and having stuff that you actually control. Because this is the thing, man. We do all these big – we get on these big platforms as hosts and everything. And, you know, it's literally our job to be entertaining, to make 
fan, the fans laugh or have or maybe make or even cry or whatever it may be, right? Invoke emotions to entertain overall. That is the same skill set needed for a podcast, for YouTube videos, yeah. for anything. So with that being the case, I fully disagree with people who are now I want to say I really disagree with them, but I I personally would recommend why just be a host or whatever and not also build your own things because technically in the end of the day someone could stop people could stop calling in theory it's not up to us it's and it's never like it's never a guaranteed job as much as you think that you're ingrained in a in the culture of a certain game that you're working in it's never a guarantee ever. yeah yeah exactly like what if it's just it just switches over to and maybe just some new person comes in and from the, from the behind the scenes side and decides for whatever reason they just don't rock with what you do or yeah it, you know it could be anything um so yeah man um of course like i said i told you i'm in la so i definitely want to i feel like as far as this hosting thing i'm very you know our, our skills that we need sure. we're very quick live yeah. like just being able to react to things something happens in the crowd or something happens backstage yeah. i can just implement it right there immediately and whatever so i like doing that sort of thing but at the same time i also think that acting might be interesting Ah, you know, okay, I think acting, acting could yeah. be cool. Um, but I do like the fact with content creation, we can be more, I would say, use the word unhinged, yeah. unfiltered. Yeah. You know, think about Michael B. Jordan or Idris Elba, right? Yeah. They're amazing, and I would love to do what they do. Uh, and maybe I could do something in, in that room one day. Um, but at the same time, they have to keep such a perfect, clean image. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And if anything negative comes up, like you've seen what's happened with the guy who plays Kang. Sorry, I forget You're his talking name. about uh, uh, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. Like a, something like from his past and then like his career's practically over. It's, it's, it could be GG's. Yeah. Exactly. You know, exactly. Even if it's from accusation or yeah. if you do something specifically. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's, it's a that's a scary thing. But yeah, the fact that they can't kind of just give their opinions on things, for example. So I like the idea of being able to be myself and still be able to make a career. So I don't know if it's going to end up being this content stuff, man, in the long call. I don't know if it's going to be this hosting stuff. Like, eventually, maybe I'm hosting the Grammys and stuff like yeah. that, the BET Awards. So, or, yeah, you know. p- pick a pinnacle for me right here, right now, of one job that you're like, that right now in my mind is the best job. One. So if, one. I, if I had to pick one, even if it's I would, just like it would be the Oscars. It, if I had to pick one, right now it would be content. It would be content. something in a content so creation. So just like where blow, blowing up your YouTube channel and it, you know, surpassing right. Million because I look at Logan Paul, Jake yeah. Paul. I know that they're controversial people, but I'm not talking about, you know, at the end of the day, them KSI. You know, I started watching KSI so long ago. Yeah. When he was a FIFA YouTuber, when I was in college, I was I was watching KSI. But these guys have built something where it doesn't matter. What they do per se, people are fans of them. So now they can go and oh, okay, I make music now. Yeah, I make sure, sure, videos. Sure. I make reaction videos. Okay, now I'm I'm doing a movie. Oh, now I'm in a WWE. Oh, now I'm boxing. That is amazing to me. That is being able to have true creative expression, true freedom, and not just having to do the same thing over and over again because it works. I think at first you have to stick to some type of niche and do the same thing over and over again to grow. But then eventually you can get to like a critical mass point yeah. and do whatever it is that you want to do. So that's what I'm more so interested in right now. Okay. 
Yeah, I think growing your own thing, like you said as well, gives you creative control. So then that also allows you to kind of control your own trajectory. And therefore, if you blow up on one thing, like, you know, there's that saying, jack of all trades. Yeah. It means like, you know, you're doing your YouTube hosting, you're doing a podcast, you're doing X, Y, Z, kind of like what I'm doing. Yep. Whoops. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> but if you yeah. blow up on one specific thing and you harn harness all of your energy, put it into one thing, let's say like Mr. Beast, uh, and you grow this, you know, huge YouTube channel, you can bleed into other things because your success on one platform is so big. So I always feel like it is good to hone in all of your energy into one thing because then down the line, you get to do the other things. Yes. Don't try and do everything at once because you spread yourself too thin, you burn yourself out. And if you can just focus on one specific thing, whether it's YouTube, whether it's hosting. Whether it's, so I've focused all my energy on hosting for, you know, four or five years. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to try more social media stuff. And then luckily the TikTok stuff has happened. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, we're approaching two million followers on TikTok. So then now, yeah. Come on, come on, <laughs> Banks. So then that can like bleed into other things. And then now because the TikTok has grown, we can then go into YouTube, into podcasting and not be worried that we're spreading ourselves too thin because the TikTok is helping to boost the numbers. Yes. And that's kind of the, the trajectory that we're on right now as like a family. And then the esports like stuff is still separate. Wash the other hand. Exactly, a hundred percent. So we have a um, we have a tradition on this podcast where we discuss something called TikTok turnoffs. Now it doesn't have okay. to be specific with TikTok, like if you, there's something on Instagram or YouTube or stuff. But essentially, what this what this segment is of the show is we talk about things that really turn us off on social media. Oh. So whatever you've seen recently, or if there's a trend going on that you're like, what the fuck is yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah. Then that's we can talk about that. I think if you need time to think, I can come up no, with one I right think, now. Okay. I yes. Hit me, Rob. All right, bro. Hit me. All right. You know what? I'm not gonna lie, bro. <laughs> Even though I might be a corporate on this podcast when we start talking about it to some degree. However, number one, it's your camera. Okay. All right. <laughs> TikTok turn off number one for me has to be like relationship. Uh, when people do those relationship podcast clips. And they act like they just know everything about how a relationship's supposed to go, or okay. they go, or they might go in there and talk about like, oh, damn, I don't know how unfiltered I could be, bro. Uh, All right, for, yeah, you, go, you go, can go. edit it out, fuck it, fuck it. I can edit it out. So basically, they might go that like a dude might be on there, and it, they might have a guest, like a female guest, and she might just be the worst, most like anti-man, anti-relationship, anti-anything positive <laughs> woman in the world, and he uses her. To be like the example of what all women are, like pretty much. Guru. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people are all, oh, yeah, of course, da, 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 all that. Like I can't stand those type of podcasts and everything. Yeah. I understand why they're good though, because it yeah. is entertaining, it's and I do bait. find myself. It's clickbait. It's, right? clickbait. it's yeah. hard not to. And if you happen to be in a bad mood, oh yeah, and you have a bad experience recently, then you're like. Yeah, he's spitting right now. He's spitting facts. But <laughs> and the same thing on the other side, too. Like, not just on, on the dudes doing that, on the women doing it, too. So this is the relationship podcast thing. It's a bit it's a bit deep for me. It's a bit much. And I'm somebody who's a bit jaded in that regard. And I'm still saying, bro, y'all a little extra with that. <laughs> for it does sure. make me laugh that you did that whole piece to camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, this is your camera. Yeah, That's for so sure. Funny. I think uh, for me, I mean, the most obvious one that sticks out to my mind right now is NPC stuff. 
of people going like, oh, fire. ice cream fire. so good, ice cream ice so, cream so good. good. I don't <laughs> understand. Hey, she cooking though. On? I don't know what. I don't understand. Like, sorry for interrupting during the middle of this podcast, but if you could smash the like button and give us a five star review, that would really, really help because we like to get more and more incredible guests like Rob TV on this podcast. And the more that you guys review and the more that you guys rate and rant and rave about this podcast, then the bigger it becomes and the bigger the guests that we can get. So thank you so much. Back to the episode. I saw a video yesterday that's saying that she makes at least $7,000 a day doing that. She's approaching She's approaching Binks territory. <laughs> she's approaching. I she might get there one day. She might get there, Binks. Dude, she like, she's live to like 70,000 people 70, on 000. TikTok at, at, at one time. You know, would you believe in back in the day, and shout out to, shout out to her, um, I've matured enough now to not look at it this way, and I've learned enough. But back in the day, I actually used to think when I seen people like that, I would think, man, this is what it takes. Yeah. Like you got to do some weird yeah. or crazy stuff. Yeah. Like, there's somebody named Boom Gang, or there's somebody else in, uh, shout out to Boom Gang, there's somebody else in the UK, I forget who it is, who they, they just they do, do crazy do. stuff. Like, they just go and harass the train oh, conductor or all this. I hate that. And yeah. harass, harass, steal somebody's dog and run. Yeah. And get fam- I'm like, yo, is that what the internet is? Like, you can't actually, does talent matter anymore? Yeah. But I realize now, of course, that. If you're really talented, the cream going to rise to the crop and last. Yes. Yeah, it's all about longevity. Like, this is going to be a drop in the ocean. And the funny thing is, what I imagine now, I don't know if it's because I'm a parent now and stuff, but my the way that I perceive things that happen, that trends that happen right now, is like, if this trend pops off and you do well and stuff, how are you going to explain this to your kids when you're older? So imagine they can just go online and see this girl. I think she's called Pinky something. Oh, Pinky Doll. He's Pinky Doll. Pinky Doll. I imagine she's got to explain <laughs> this to her kids but, you later know, in life and be like, yeah, I made all this money. So, like, we can now live uh, in this house and we can, you know, you can go to private education or whatever. But ultimately, you were acting like, like NPC. a nut job. Like, but I'm sorry. You know what? Crazy. But maybe. But the thing is, what will be the true test, I feel like you can get popping one way. But then what do you do off of it? What do you do with so, that popularity? I, like, I think she, I seen her say she wants to go to Hollywood and take over, something like that. So this is the thing. This is the thing. Whoever, she might, whoever hires her in Hollywood, shame on no, you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Th- you never know, bro. Uh, yeah, you never know. Maybe but then, like, she actually ends up being fired. But imagine like King Batch, right? He was huge on Vine, did really well. But the stuff he did on Vine was acting related. Yeah. It was all like skits and That's comedy true. stuff. And he's now in loads of movies. So like, I respect that trajectory. But if the trajectory of getting popular is by like stealing someone's dog <laughs> and like doing something, and then you hire them for Hollywood, I'm like, come on, guys. But this you know is what? Stupid. That's the, 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 the thing is, like, I've heard somebody say that it's like a, I forgot the exact wording, but basically, like, attention now is like being able to garner attention is now the currency. Yeah, it is. A right? huge, like, this is what every single app that has like social media relations, like, on the app. They're fighting for your attention. That's what they're yes, doing. So that's like the whole point. TikTok is fighting to get as much attention from you as possible by scrolling. YouTube is trying to get as much attention from you by doing long form so that you stay on the app. Like they're just trying to get you to stay on the app for as long as they physically can. And however they do that is, you know, down to however they run their business. And you know, I so I think that the fact that now there's levels. Like I said, I don't the uh, stealing yeah. dogs and stuff. No, yeah, you can't commit the, crimes to gain popularity. Crazy. But the, the, the NPC stuff, you would never see me doing that. This is for funny, like for for me being funny, yeah, personally. Um, and I do not think that that is necessarily I a talent. So I'm not good. gonna lie. I'm <laughs> not gonna lie. I do not think that's a talent per se. No. However, if she can 
maybe transition it into nowadays, bro. People are famous for the most random. Yeah. Like to be fair, there's some people who are famous, and I don't understand yeah. Yeah. what they necessarily do. Yeah. Like you could just be. I don't like, know actually. A good example of that for me is David Dobrik. I'm like. He's not particularly. He, is, he, is he a YouTuber? He's, a, he's like a YouTuber that, and a, a Snapchat's like his thing. Now he's like the, the most Snapchat paid, guy. highest paid person on oh, Snapchat. Wow. But, and this is no like offense to him because he's like has he has a great podcast. I've actually listened to a few episodes and stuff. But he's just kind of like famous for being famous. He's just mm. famous. It's a bit like the Kim Kardashian thing. He's famous for who he hangs out with. Like he's not, but he doesn't personally have like a talent. He's not like an actor. He just kind of. So like self, selfie YouTuber. records himself big, like this is what I'm up to today Snapchat and it's just oh, that's it's so it's crazy and like I, I actually find him quite fascinating because I've watched his stuff before and I'm like I catch myself watching it for ages and going like I was just watching him just like sit around on his couch and just talk about but nonsense that, but something about him just something about just him draws you he's in got quite like a, an infectious personality I watch him because he's like super positive energy and he's always smiling and stuff like that and I believe that that's kind of what drew me to you as a person when we first met is that you've got high energy obviously yeah, and like yeah. you know and the FGC community are very like hype and uh, like opinionated but in For a good sure. way because yes. there's so much like there's all these characters you can play as in Street Fighter everyone has their own opinion about who's like buffed better and like all this kind of the ins and outs of the game itself but you m like 95% of the time it's always positivity ah, that comes out of yeah. your mouth and that is what I admire about about you as a person but also you know even working together and stuff we it doesn't seem like it because ultimately like this room we are in right now the way that shows are put on, it's kind of like everything is everything's great, everything's positive, everything's yeah, cool. Yeah. But you know, it's it can be really hard work. Oh, man. for sure. Behind the scenes, I like feel they don't like see the entertainment you know, industry in general. Yeah. People exactly. It's fascinating it to me. It's turd. our job to <laughs> only like no matter what. Yeah. We got to make it look all good. Yeah. And Even if and stuff's perfect. going wrong, we play it off like, no, nothing. Everything's great. Like nothing's going it's wrong. Right. Easy stuff example of that is even just the millions of times doing shows that we've had to, the producers in our ear, like having a meltdown. Yeah. Or they're like, oh, you need to hold or, you yeah. know, whatever. We got to just fill, fill, fill time fill. quick. Yeah. And then they might tell you like, OK, just fill for one minute. And then that one minute passing, like actually five minutes or yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the whatever issue is just that hard to resolve <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, I think about that like the same way, you know, your partner, she hits you up and, t and gave you that um, thing about the player three on the way, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, that's a beautiful news. But you could also get into an argument that day, or not that day, but any, any day. Yeah. And you still have to, like, if, you know, you still have to go on set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and pretend put like all everything's of that okay. Behind you and yeah. You can't even be in a regular mood. You need to turn yeah. it on, you know. But it's at the same time, it's, a, it's it's difficult. It can be difficult, but it's also you know like a privilege. Speaking yeah. of player three, man. Yeah. I want to make sure that we get to this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To this for sure. Conversation as well. The of whole uh, parenting. Thing, yeah, parenting yeah. I mean, this is ultimately what this podcast is about. This is I I started this podcast calling it Don't Tell Mum. We then realized that there were like 20 podcasts out there called Don't Tell Mum. Yeah. <laughs> so we call it Shh, Don't Tell Mum. Yeah. Which is out of the shush at the beginning. I like, and that has a better ring to it. Too. Yeah, I feel like, you know, sometimes it's harder for people to find online because you got to, like, it's like one yes. S, three yeah. H's, three dots. And then, so it's like, oh, oh no. Okay. So I'm kind of tempted to bring it back to just Don't Tell Mum. But we'll figure it out. It'll be fine. And I think that 
ultimately for me, like having kids has changed my life. Of course, having having Rocket, he's amazing. And that is uh, one of the coolest names I've <laughs> ever heard for a Rocky kid. Banks. I know. I like. Yeah. I, I I already know what type of parents. Yeah. I mean, of course, I know you. Sure. I haven't met your missus, but even the the way that you said she messaged you and all that. Like, yeah. Okay, I can see. Oh man, that, she's amazing, yeah. and like you know, being away here for like months at a time, sometimes like you know, you got to have a special kind of partner to take the reins yeah. and you know really embrace motherhood and you know she also has a career it's not like i don't expect her to put her career on hold when i come out here so when i come out here and she's parenting and still continuing her dj career like that's tough man that's dj dope. hours are not not kind either she's djing sometimes from like 8 p.m till 3 a.m like in some gigs so DJ. She, she, yeah yeah that's do you not know she's fire. a dj no oh man yeah jamie's that's a dj fire. she's amazing man She's such a good DJ. She was DJing at music festivals all over the summer. Like, she's really growing. Man's so awesome. name, the kid's name is Rocket. <laughs> yeah. And he has a dad that's a host and a mom that's a DJ. Yeah. That is amazing, bro. We're doing, that's yeah. Dope. And I mean, our, and our kid is ultimately more famous than, than both of us put together. Already. <laughs> that's fine. Already. So, um, yeah, I feel like let's go, you know, let's rewind. You know, we've spoken about careers, spoken about how we met. We've spoken about, you know, many things to do with, like, how we perceive our trajectory going. But let's bring the trajectory slightly back. And how was your, from your words, like, your upbringing, your relationship with your parents? What's it like now? You know, because then th these old, these baby steps, these things that happen early in your life can really impact how you are in the future as a parent oh man yeah oh, just got dude. deep <laughs> yeah that is really deep okay so growing up you know how was your relationship with them um who do you like feel like you emulate more out of like your parents who do you look up to yeah because we do always and i know a lot of people sometimes don't agree with this but you do always kind of resonate more with one parent you know, with uh, men, so it's typically the mother, but yeah, really, yeah, okay, typically. Uh, I guess I have seen that growing up. Um, so I'm a junior, right? Um, my my mom and dad. My dad is currently, I would say, like, so for one, I love both my parents. Obviously, I still got yeah. both of them. Thank God. My dad is, I would say, is like my best friend. Awesome. You know, right now in my life, you know, has been for forever. Um, as far as growing up. Just like a lot of black folks in America, more like most of us. I'm from the hood in America. Now, I don't, and it's in Ohio, Youngstown, Ohio. So, um, my mom, when I, when I was, uh, I want to say I was three years old, she actually had got uh, locked up. Okay. She she did three years at that time. So, when she when she got, you know, she has, when she was in that situation, um, which everything is good for my mom now, but when yeah. she was in that situation, that's when I had I basically I went to live with my grandma for a while. Uh -huh. um, my dad, you know, so I'm with my dad's side of family now at that point. So I'm, I'm with my father's side of family, and my dad, you know, he's so young. My dad was only 15 when I was born. My wow. mom was a teenager as well. Okay. So um, we're very close in age. One of the reasons that we're best friends and everything, right? So um, I go live with the, with them. Now the thing is, my pops at that time. He's, uh, like, right now he's an accountant, right? He's doing his thing. At that time, it wasn't like that, you know, because of circumstances. So I remember when, when I was a kid, before he had got custody of me, at this point I'm still living with my grandma, like my dad's mom. But I would see my dad all the time. Like, he would sure. always be over there. I mean, and he's stuff. young, right? So but he's, he's young. He's, yes, yeah, still, he's still figuring, getting his, his own figuring stuff, stuff out. Exactly. Yeah. So 
my mom, she had got worked up. Then eventually, when I'm a kid, my dad, I remember, um, I was over a friend of mine's house, and he, he had like a two parent household and everything. Now he's still in the hood too, but but still, even though he lived on my same street, he had a two parent household. They both had jobs, so to us, it seemed like he was like the I don't know, like like rich and like sure. Okay. We just weren't used to that. Yeah. So I go hang out over his house. My homie LJ. I wonder where he's at nowadays, man. But um, I never forget this one night. I'm over his house, and his mom says, "Robert, she's like, what's your?" She said, "Are you a you a junior or whatever?" I'm like, "Yeah," and she asked me. She said, "Um, what do you mean by saying you're a junior? Are you a junior?" Like, if you know my the same name as my dad. So like oh, he's Robert Bernie. I'm Robert Bernie Jr. Okay, so you have a Robert Senior and a Robert Jr. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. So she was, she was like, I'm gonna. She so she, then she calls my grandma. Like she had called. I when, basically when I went in there to the room because she was freaking out. I look and I saw my dad being put on the um on the news, being put on the ambulance. He had got shot. What, um, how old are you at this point? Mm, I was a kid. Um, I had to be. I don't know, maybe like nine or maybe eight, Your dad nine, got shot. something like that. Yeah, at that time, you know, he was life was different for him. Sure. He was younger, man, so you know, he wasn't, he shouldn't have been in that situation. Okay. It was a very crazy story, um, but yeah, basically it was regular hood stuff going on. Okay, he was involved in, and yeah, he got shot, uh, and I remember seeing him on the news. Um, so I remember, uh. My my gra- I didn't understand he got shot though. I seen him going to the hospital. Then I think my uh, my grandma she picked me up, and she tells me like she's like you know your daddy just got shot. Your daddy got shot. My dad's mom telling me that, and I still remember that day. I still remember riding in the car at night, and I couldn't really fathom it. Like, do you, do you feel like you didn't was, understand the severity of the situation? Like you were just I think, like, oh. well, I did. I think I did because you know it was normal, man. Like that type of stuff was normal in the hood. But for it to be my dad was like, you know, even at that young age, dude, we've seen so much already by the time we nine years old or whatever. Like, I feel like it's like cliche to say, but or I, I even think it might go in one ear and out the other, man. But if you really, I, it really is like the movies, like, you know, all that crazy stuff that happens is just normal or whatever, bro. So, you know, I, I try to. For time's sake, I won't go into our, my full story, at least right now. Maybe a future podcast or something that we For do. For sure, man. But, yeah, basically, so my mom, she had did time. You know, they were young. They were young parents. My pops early on had got shot. Even though he, you know, he's a very smart guy and all that stuff. My mom, very loving woman and everything. You know, so I've lived in the projects, you know, around dope fiends and stuff as kids. The first time, <laughs> I don't know if I want to say that, man. Damn. It's okay. You can. You can say whatever you want to say, man. Yeah, I think the – I feel like the first time outside of, like, a movie – I'm just now really thinking of this. I feel like the first time outside of a movie that I saw, like, <laughs> a woman, like, I guess, like, exposed in, in front okay. of me in person. Yeah. I was a kid, probably, like, 10 or 11, and it was just because – I never for some, I remember I was so shocked. There was this crackhead in the hood, like, in the projects I lived in called Westlake. And she had, like, this, like, vest on or something like that. But she's, like, running around like she was arguing with somebody or something. And I just remember her chest all out or whatever, just, like, you know, around, like, our playground or something like that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But, that you know, that type of stuff is regular. Or seeing that stuff or fights or, you know, like, I lived in a homeless shelter before with my mom called the Rescue Mission. 
Yeah, it's just all kind of regular hood stuff, you know. So statistically, all of this going on right now is pretty, yeah, improbable. Um, but yes, from the parenting standpoint, though, eventually, of course, my my dad he gets custody of me, um, and when I was eleven years old, and that's when uh, I guess I don't know. I would say I guess we were always close. But at that point, I'm there with, with him and my stepmom and my brothers and stuff. We still are in the hood. However, the home life, I would say, was at least better than the average person in the hood. And my dad kept me having sense. Like, if it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for my dad, surely I'd be dead or in jail or, you know, doing some. So he kept you on, like, the straight and narrow, like, growing up. As much like, as he yeah. could. Sure, of course. And yeah, at the yeah. end of the day. There's only so much you can do. He's like, not around yeah. me all day. So yeah. I'm going to school with. Kids who are probably, like, you know, yeah, in so getting into that side of things. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the homies. You know what I'm saying? These are my friends and whatnot. So, you know, all of us in the hood know hella people who got killed while we were in high school, let alone people who have been killed since then. Like, you know, or locked up for extended periods of time or, you know, all that type of stuff is very normal, sadly, unfortunately. Mm. It gives you some type of survivor's guilt, to be honest with you. But to stick to the parenting concept, I would definitely say that my dad, man, that dude is an absolute superhero. Like, the person that I'm the most inspired by in the world is definitely my pops, man. Like, he, to this day, man, I could be about to negotiate a contract. I could be talking about something about with to do with a woman that I'm talking to. It could be anything in the world, and I will call my dad to this day. I'm He's 30 now, go bro. To. He's will, the go-to, yeah. For sure, dude. So I definitely think that the – and then as far as my mom, our relationship has gotten far better over the years. Um, you know, I think the whole thing with the – getting locked up and then me then the whole custody thing me going over with my dad and, yeah sure you know i kind of spent more time a lot more time in my life with my dad's side of the family than my mom and her side of the family but we've like rekindled our relationship and it's gotten a lot better recently so damn yeah so, yeah, so off the back of that when you do eventually if you plan on becoming a dad Yes, I don't know if I this do. is like a, you do. That's like would a, you like to have kids? Do you have an idea of like how you would be as a dad? Obviously you have your dad as like, you have your pops as like a person to emulate as he brought you up. What would you do differently? Cause I, oh I, I was brought up in, you know, quite a sheltered life. Like, um, sorry mom, but like she's, my mom's quite paranoid. Yeah. Um, you know, God, you should have seen what they were like during COVID and stuff like that. Like quite paranoid, mm. Dad worked a lot. Dad was out of the house a lot and never didn't see him too much, but he's still an amazing guy. And um, I get on with him, like, really well. Both of my parents really well. Yeah. Uh, they both kind of instilled different values into me. Um, and my mom, yeah, is quite, yeah, protective, so therefore becomes a little bit a paranoid bit about much. certain situations. Exactly. So then, for me, having that kind of sheltered upbringing lets me kind of be a bit freer as a parent to go, okay, well, I can kind of push the envelope out a little bit more and be a bit more adventurous and, you know, go away to do more things with him because um, I don't want him to feel like... Yeah. I want him to be able to... I want Rocket, when he's older, to be able to go and explore and do his own thing, you know, and then I'll always be there to help him if he needs it. 
but I I like the sense of him having some sort of independence. Um, and let him I didn't feel it like I had a lot of independence growing mm. up. So uh, I guess that's what I would do differently. So for you, obviously growing up, I mean, there's the obvious of you know you. I imagine you don't want your kids to grow up in the hood. Yeah, so of that's course. obviously the obvious yeah. one. But I mean, in terms <clears> of like actual parenting styles, are there certain things that you would avoid from your own upbringing? Yeah, um, I definitely would say. I would say from a discipline standpoint, I think I personally won't do any of, like, I know I won't do any of, like, the whoopings or Physical, anything like that. Yeah. yeah, I'm not with that. Um, I think that it may have been, and, you know, my pops, he don't he don't agree with that now either, you know. It's it's a, it's a, a, it's a generational shifted. thing. Yes. It's a genera- like, it's just that's what people did. So I was, you know, smacked or whatever. Oh, you were right. too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I was But, raised. I mean, I think it's just a generational thing. I think that nowadays we understand that that might not be the – the best way to get the most out of your kid. Yes. Like, but back then, that's what they thought. That's what they thought. So I don't blame them. Oh, yeah, I don't want um, my kids to have any type of, uh, you know, any type of, I guess, like fear. Yeah. Of me, ever. I don't want any of that. Which you know, pops, you know, ain't, ain't nobody scared of you, pop. You know, you my dog. But yeah. I'm just saying, at the, when we're kids, yeah, the, yeah, it's imposing, like, oh, yeah. you know, that type of thing. Don't make me call your dad. You yeah, know, of you course. Know or yeah. mom's doing everything. Um, I think uh, I can't help but tie a lot to finances, bro. Like money is very important to me, dude. Like I, people talk about it in a way of, oh, it don't matter and X, Y, Z. Nah, I'm sorry, that's just not true. It matters a lot, you know. I um, there is so many things. Literally, it could be life and death. Like there is so many things that I never would have experienced or my siblings never would experience or my dad would never experience or my mom if their parents were better off financially or you know what I mean there's remnants of that to this day even now with me being somebody who has now left the hood for so many years now and gone to college and you know now I got fans in different countries and all this cool stuff like that right I'm here with you in Saudi Arabia yeah um and still the hood is so or poverty itself. I don't even want to call it the hood because I would imagine it's the same for somebody who's in a trailer park or something like that, dude. Yeah. That poverty is has such lasting effects. I haven't been broke in a, in, a, in a little while now, but it has such lasting effects that I still have certain traits or fears. I don't feel comfortable with – I don't care what my bank account says, bro. Kendrick Lamar has a bar. He says he, – he said I made my first million effing dollars. He said, uh, "He said uh, I'm in a mirror with a Bible. He said he has a Bible and a chopper, like a gun, and binoculars. He said because he's scared this don't happen to everybody. Yeah. So basically, you know, of course, I'm sure that's hyperbole for the sake of a bar. Yeah. But just that whole concept, man, of like it doesn't, none of it feels real or safe. There's always some bottom ready to fall out. Are you are you scared of spending money? For sure. So like when you earn money, sure. let's say from jobs like this or whatever it is, it." it Let's say, let's say if you feel like you need a new car or want a new car, are yeah. you scared of spending? Because I am. It feels yes. I'm terrified. It feels <laughs> you feel guilty. Yeah. Like one thing you gotta do. Of course, we have no choice but to buy a lot of clothes and stuff like that. Yeah. Camera so yeah. much. Um. But yeah, it does feel weird, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, um. Bruh. Yeah. I, I guess that 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 in itself. I I don't know when I will ever get used to. Being comfortable, like I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like, uh, man, I, I'm the, not gonna put my personal <laughs> business, but you know, like the 
We get decent paychecks yeah. for what we do. For sure. <laughs> Man, it's it's a bit bizarre. Like we're not like millionaires or nothing like that. Or, no. or I'm not gonna speak on you. You know, no, you, no, I'm, I, I'm, no, I'm not either. It's, it's honestly just like you still essentially because you're a freelance, you still live paycheck to paycheck. Like you, you don't that's have weird regular too, bro. income. Yeah, that's weird too. Because with a on a regular drop, then you get paid every week. Yeah, I had an issue with that from a relationship standpoint. Actually, I want to talk to you about that before we leave. Too, <laughs> yeah, sure. What time is it? Okay, we good. Got we got minutes. time. We got time. Okay, yeah, we got yeah, ten yeah. minutes. Yeah, I catch the shuttle when you got to do your thing, too. All right, so to the kids thing. I know we just made a dramatic shift. I apologize. But, <laughs> but to the kids thing. So I have always wanted the platonic, not not platonic, the what is it called, like nuclear family, I think it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is so it? like the white picket fence, the kids, the... Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always. That's the that's American not what dream. I that's the American dream. Apparently. Always wanted that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm someone who I even had, uh, even though I'm young, I had like a 12-year, 13-year relationship or something like that. High school sweetheart type of thing. Not, not going on anymore. I'm single now. Yeah. All right, bro. I don't know when in the world I will be able to have a kid because I always felt like this, right? I always wanted to have my girl, my wife or whatever before, like I always wanted her early before anything pops off crazy or whatever, right? Okay, sure. So you want to like have that relationship like extensive before you do whatever kids, else. house, dog, Well, what, I, what I'm <laughs> saying is before, I'm not saying that. Oh. If it's right, it's right. Before career-wise. Ah. Now, it's not like, obviously, bro, how can I put it? I'm not trying to say that I'm Drake, bro. Obviously. I, you don't want people to be with you for the wrong reasons. Exactly. Yeah, now, yeah. obviously, it's not like right now. I'm not trying. I just want people to understand. I'm not trying to. I'm not delusional. However. You I'm going to. success. I have some success. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm. And it's going to grow. And it's. Hopefully. Yeah, my dog. <laughs> right. So, but with that being the case, in the end of the day, whatever bread I do make or whatever I am doing, like as fans stuff like that, it's just me. I don't have any kids. Yeah. I. It's just me, my, myself. I don't got to worry about nobody else. So, whatever bread I'm making from this show or any other shows or whatever else I may be doing, it just goes to me for the time being. It's not that expensive for me to live, technically, even though LA is expensive. LA is. But expensive. you know what I'm saying. So. Even outside of money, even just somebody seeing, oh, this guy is on TV, on TV, on YouTube, he's traveling here and there. People want to take pictures with him or whatever it may be. That alone switches the dynamic versus if I'm just a dude that's, I don't know. An accountant. An accountant. Even if the accountant hypothetically makes more money than money. Yeah, yeah. It still doesn't, it's not as attractive. Yeah, you have a persona. There's like a public, like, uh, understanding. You're kind of just, to me, eventually, and right now I feel like it's not all the way to that point, obviously. Yeah. Even though, whatever. I think eventually, though, and with my plans, if I don't catch it soon, it's over with. Mm. And then there's also the the, the, the other point where it's it's my fault as far as discipline. Okay. (laughs) The options didn't expand it, my boy. <laughs> the options didn't expand it, my boy. I'm outside. You know what I'm saying? I'm outside comfortable. And it's just that I was in a relationship for so long. God, you're in L.A. as well. Oh, and no. I'm in <laughs> L.A., bro. I'm in L.A. There is so much to do. Yeah. There's a lot of people to meet, and people are nice. It's great woman in this yeah, world. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, so right now, I, it's just like I have friends. I don't know, nothing serious, no girlfriend like that. Just friends. And I don't, I, that's like, I've never had to do the whole thing where you were single, 
dating around like we do, like humans yeah, do, yeah, yeah. men and women. Yeah. And then, oh, you found somebody, and now it's time to cut all of that off. Yeah. Because I was just in a relationship since I was in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I never did this before. Man. So that's going to be, and then the more the further stuff go, the more people I'm going to meet. Yeah. Of course. I might meet women in other countries. I ain't yeah. saying I did or did not. Well, you're single right now, so you can do <laughs> you know what you want, bro. You never know. <laughs> I would, so the key yeah. thing is just, and then outside of that, even lifestyle-wise, if I'm saying pretty much that I want to do this entertainment, I mean, I'm already doing it, but to like the, you know, whatever. The same thing that we, same thing, whatever avenues that we choose to go. That means, like you said, being on the road often having to be away for months or whatever. If somebody's on a movie set or if they go and do content or whatever it may be, you might have to be gone for a very long time. Yeah. But that's harder to build up a great – I mean, it's amazing that you've been able to do it. Mm. But I just know even statistically it's very difficult. It is hard, man. But, I, but it, people do it. People do it that are much bigger than us as well that do it. So yeah. it's just about staying genuine to who you are and not letting your career path or you know yeah. the attention that you're getting – uh, Ghana, how you are as a person, because that's how it gets problematic in those kinds of scenarios. We've seen a lot of that. I've, yeah, we've seen a lot of that. There's two things I wanted to cover. First one, this is a stupid question, but you know, I kind of feel like I need to <laughs> ask it to you now. Past five years, you've you've like you've built success. The YouTube channel's popping off. That's the thing I want to talk to <laughs> you about. But yeah. first, before we get there, what is the most expensive thing you've bought in the past five years? I bought myself a car for my birthday. Yes. What did you buy? Because I, I, you've got uh, success. You're allowed to do it. And also, I feel like you know, uh, you know, we've spoken about money and how we're both kind of afraid of spending it. You know, I'm planning on buying a car when I get back from this job. Yeah, uh, my dog. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking that you know, it's it's obviously a great opportunity as well, and it's something like for the family. You know, I've got to buy a dad wagon, unfortunately. Oh, uh, okay. But having said that, I'm still really excited. So yeah, for you, what what was the car? Okay, it was, it's nothing crazy. I mean, it's, it's nice, but it's, it's not like a, some, it's it's called, it's a 2019 Kia Optima. Optima. It's black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all so you went for the Kia? The Kia Optima LX. Yeah, that, that joint hard. Now, I ain't going to lie to you. I almost got like a, um, there was like some like BMW. Yeah. Uh, but. Like a 3 Series? Like a I low forgot one? what it, yeah, it was not it crazy. No, is it like, is it like oh, an SUV? Like a, or no, is no, it not like, an SUV. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, like a Like a sedan or, or whatever, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So. But luckily, the dude told me, he like, look, bro, if you do get this, it costs way more just maintenance. To run. Just yeah, to run yeah, it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, hell no. <laughs> so I got Don't me let a, that scare you. Bro, bro I for, at least it. for now. No, <laughs> yeah. you're right. But, but like, for stuff now, has, since yeah. I bought that, stuff has even kept going up even more since then. So maybe eventually. eventually. Yeah. But yeah, so um, but my car right now is just like a regular nice whip. Like, it's nice. It's mine. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, it was literally my birthday, and that's, like, the – I definitely think that's the craziest thing that I, like, just kind of bought for myself. That's weird to even think about. Man, yeah. That, I think that is. Okay. One last thing I need to talk to you about before we go. <laughs> YouTube. YouTube, bro. Dude, bruh. we're both in the journey. Best like, platform, bro. That's so good. Like, so much fun. Like, it, long hours. It can be really tough. You have this niche that I really want to speak to you about because it's hilarious. <laughs> but also, I've seen other people doing it. Yeah. But obviously, it's it's about the personality behind it that exactly. carries the, the idea, the concept. So... Currently, you're sitting on just over 50,000 subscribers, which is amazing. Yeah. Power to you. That's Thanks, awesome. bro. Appreciate GG. you, dog. So, um, yeah. Talk, uh, you know what? Instead of me s explaining what it is, tell us what this concept is and why you think it works. Okay. So, the 
right now I'm doing a series that I call uh, listening to white music or trying white music. That's what it's called. <laughs> I can give you a list, bro. I can give you a list. Bro, we should listen to one on this podcast. That so. would actually be funny. Yeah. So I'll yeah, get it it's, up while you it's but, called yeah. trying white music. But um, the thing is, it's not like I had some freaking master. So to be complete transparent, I do not watch any of these videos as far as like other people's or okay, yeah, sure. it's not a genre or something like that. Not really. Like, no, I, I've only ever seen to. like one no, or two other people. No, there, no, I, th- I think there is a, I found out from doing it. Ah, what I'm okay. saying is it's not a genre that I partake in or of, yeah. I don't listen to it. I mean, I don't listen to white music, so why would I want to go watch it? <laughs> well, you know, that's the whole point of the series. But basically my homie, John, shout out to John Craig. We're is doing this a John show. Is in Tyrant? No, oh, no, no, sorry, no, no, no. He's somebody I work with in production company. Gotcha. So basically, um, shout out John. Shout out to John. We are quick flex. We was at the Golden Globes doing Woo! some production work. You know, okay. whenever I'm outside, I was out in the truck though. I wasn't in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, man. One day, so after the show, we out there talking, and all the guys are bringing up certain movies and certain songs, and they could not believe I never heard this stuff. And my homie John's like, bro, you should. Listen to and some, film it, and yeah. film it. You know, I think he's seen some like white dude listening to rap music or something like that. He's like, "Bring your trial." So he just gave me song suggestions, and I went on there and, and boom, That's how like started. you know, yeah. So this is the thing. Just like when it comes to fighting games or anything else, of course I love fighting games, so that's a little different. But in the end of the day, this is not like it's not like oh my. I feel like if I did like because of not no cockiness, but because people enjoy my personality, sure. I could run this up to a million subscribers, I'm sure. If yeah, I, yeah. But I'm not going to. Okay. That's not the point. I'm doing it. I don't know. It's just fun. Like, I didn't, I did not know it was going to blow up at all. I had no idea. I'm just doing the videos and giving general reactions. But the thing is, what I want to do is eventually take this audience, like I have done with fighting games, and take them and transition them, as many of them as possible at Across least. Across to... To whatever else you do. So the next thing now, what I'm going to do when I get back, I've been traveling a lot. I haven't posted a video in a month. Yeah. I've gained, bro, I had 13,000 subscribers on YouTube earlier this year, like whenever I started this series a few months ago. And now in a few months, it's over 50,000. Yeah. So it's it just been going really quick. Well, this series is going so so crazy, right? Because it's a bigger genre versus fighting games so specific. Well, speaking of the size of it as well, currently your Rage Against the Machine killing in the name of like video is yeah. got 900,000 views. What? Yeah. I looked earlier today. 900,000? Yeah. Bro, what the fuck? Killing in the name of. It's such a tune what? as well. I, I can't haven't heard that. No. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, I'm oh, I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that. Let's let's air this out right now. Yeah. Bro, the internet is so cynical. I understand. There's so yeah. much bullshit on the internet. Yeah. But there's people who'll be like, oh, you never, th- there's no way you never heard this song. Yeah. Not in a joke, like you said. Some people really be accusatory. Oh, yeah. Like, bro. It's just a I song. grew up <laughs> in, in the, the fucking hood. Yeah. <laughs> Let you come with me. I will buy you a flight. Come, go, go, let's go to Ohio. I'm, or let's go to any hood in America. And we can drive around. Let's go to a party. I dare you, actually. Oh, God. But let's go to a party in the hood. <laughs> And see what the fuck we play in there. Yeah. We do not listen to Nickelback. We don't listen to any of that shit. We don't listen to fucking Green Day or Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park kind of fire. Park we might listen a little bit. But, you know, but really, though, so we don't listen to that shit, bro. Now, I'm going to ask you this. I love how you said Nickelback first. <laughs> have, you ever listened, have you ever watched a movie called Juice? No. Okay, have you watched Boys in the Hood? Yes. 
Have you watched, um, have you, do you know the song, um, Wipe Me Down? Could you sing it right now by, no, by Lil Boosie? No, I don't. Okay, I right? Okay, I could go on forever. I can go of on for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the point not. is, if I go to the average black person, especially in the States, of course, I'm not from the States, but still. But still, yeah, yeah. They are going to know, there's a million things, like I said, that we all going to know that the average white motherfucker won't know. So it's just a culture. Don't be ethnocentric or whatever word you want to use, guys, and assume that I'm lying and had never heard the fucking. If <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this, if my acting was that good, I would not be wasting my fucking time <laughs> using that amazing acting, just making reaction music videos. I would be in fucking Hollywood, <laughs> being being a fucking actor. Hollywood Rob. Hollywood Rob. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. here's here's a song for you. Okay, this Who, is the this, this is the whitest song I could think of. All right, um, to play you. So yeah, you gotta decide. I'll give you Have my you heard this? Reaction. Have you ever heard of this, and what do you think of it? All right, all right. All right, girl, that bitch a little vibe. That bitch a little vibe, low-key, hold up. No, I never heard this. <laughs> I would oh, never listen to we this should have, We should have done more okay, of these. Listen, they're listen. called Bewitched, and they are four Irish sisters. So they're all four of them are sisters, and they were huge pop hits in, like, the late 90s, uh, alongside, like, Westlife. Never uh, heard of Westlife. Never heard of Westlife. All Saints. No. Uh, have you seen the movie The Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio? No. Okay. Damn. <laughs> 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 I never heard of that. Anyway, I know who the fuck Leonardo DiCaprio Yeah, of course. It was, like, it was like the movie that after Titanic that like blew up again. Oh, okay, okay, so, okay. Um, anyway, but that is like the whitest song I could think of. So yeah. I was like, I was, but that's, that's it's a, it's bewitched, actually a little vibe. Irish pop slash folk music. Um, but that that banged in like the late 90s. Now see, when I like give... Spice Girls era. When I give my reviews... There's a difference between I could say okay I can see what this song is good like that one yeah I could like okay this it's like it's catchy, it's pop, catchy. yeah but I would not it's not, it ain't like I'm a fucking play it no <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying you're not about to catch me on my way to the club you know what I mean whatever oh, and, 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 we get a girl in the car and everything and I turn that <laughs> imagine Dude. I turn that shit on but look it, it all comes full circle because if does. you're famous enough. You can put whatever the fuck you want. Yes, to put on you it. can. Turn on some bewitched, and Stop. she gonna be. Say love dude. Rob TV, you're My a legend. Dog, Tell everyone at home where they can find you. What's the the Instagram, the YouTube, yes, the whatever yes, it is. Yes, sir. Yo, make plugging? sure y'all pull up to man's Twitter, bruv. You feel me? At Twitter. I mean, no, not at Twitter. <laughs> at, it's not even Twitter no more. It's X. It's X. Yeah. But it's at Rob TV. But on there, it's spelled R-O-B-T-E-E-V-E-E, even though it's not how my, my regular thing is just Rob TV normal. Um, and then, of course, YouTube. Just look up Rob TV, and I'm going to pop up. And Instagram, Hollywood Rob TV. Hollywood Rob TV, <laughs> as I usually say on stage. Much love to my boy Banks. So you know, bro, Yeah, this is my first podcast that I've ever been on. Yes. Yes. Well, let's hope it blows up, my love, man. bro. YouTube, Hollywood Rob, or yes. Rob TV? Just Rob TV on YouTube. Rob TV on YouTube. Make sure you check it out. Thank you so much for watching, for listening on all of the platforms that you guys absorb your content from. And we'll see you very, very soon. Shh. Don't tell mom. <laughs>